Hello everyone and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This week the topic will be I'm an overcomer, which sounds really strong and powerful, don't you think? I'm very excited and today our episode is going to specifically talk about people-pleasing. So this week we will be talking about being an overcomer. I believe all of us are overcomers and can continue to be overcomers simply by not giving up. And I feel like that is the absolute key to being an overcomer. You're not going to give up. You're not going to let other things get in your way. You're not going to let anything stop you. Being an overcomer is simply someone that succeeds in dealing with problems and or difficulties in their lives and making the decision to not get up, give up, even when situations get really tough. And I hope you heard me when I said make the decision because you have to make the decision. It's not going to be made for you. And if you don't make that decision, then honestly, you're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay stuck where you are. And I know that's not everyone or anyone's goal. So you have to make the decision to not stay stuck. And there are no prerequisites to being an overcomer or what would be considered one. Um, If you feel you are or have overcome something, you're an overcomer. It's that simple. You don't have to make it any more complicated than that. So I wanted to let you know because it's it's a very proud feeling to say like I overcame this and I overcame that and all of these things. Um, And I feel like it does strengthen your confidence in yourself. You're so proud and you feel better than ever knowing that you were able to push past any limitations or struggles that have come in your life. And it's important to acknowledge you are an overcomer because you are telling yourself you are working to become a better version of yourself, which is the main point of making this podcast because I am here to encourage you to continue or get back on the journey of becoming your your best self, which is a better version of yourself, and be proud of yourself for not giving up even in your darkest moments, you know, and even if you took a pause for a moment, but but came back to the fight, that isn't considered giving up. You're still an overcomer just because you had to take a break, just because you had to take a breath, just because you had, you just, you had some weak moments. That doesn't make you not an overcomer. It makes you still an overcomer because you came back. You didn't just leave it there for dead and you walked away. No, you kept fighting and you have to remember that. And as specific as this may be, this week, I will be sharing with you some things I myself am working on overcoming or have overcome in the past. But I know that these topics that I'm going to be talking about each day will still resonate with so many of you because these are common, you know, Um, these are really common. So, you know, today... Uh, we're speaking about people pleasing and later in the week we'll be talking about negative self-talk, you know, we'll be talking about self-harm, uh, procrastination, um, and you know, all of these things that could be really helpful to speak through for someone that is struggling in those areas or is working to overcome in those areas. So specifically today we are going to be talking about overcoming people pleasing as I had already mentioned and Being a people pleaser is so common to so many, you know, that's like one of the biggest things I see people sharing and being authentic and transparent about on social media is that they struggle with people pleasing. And it's kind of interesting because when I was growing up and I was in college and I was really understanding how 
you know, ever since I was like a child, I've been a people pleaser. I don't feel like a lot of people spoke about it, but as I got older, more and more people were, you know, coming to terms with understanding this is something they're struggling with, which I think is great because I believe that we all should be more authentic and transparent and willing to share our struggles so that we can create a community of support for each other. Um, but yeah, so being a people pleaser is so common and is usually learned at a young age, like myself, but not always. That's not like a prerequisite that it has to be at a young age, it's just common. And being a people pleaser isn't necessarily just about wanting to make others happy, you know? You you think it is, but it's not. Um, it just, it goes much deeper than this. It's common that it has a lot to do with your self-worth and which is how you feel about yourself and how you see yourself. And it's rooted in fear to gain love and acceptance, which is definitely true for me and my experience with it because all I wanted was love and acceptance because I was not getting that in my home life. And my home life was very messy on top of being ignored and abused and things like that. So uh, I was trying to get it from everywhere else, you know, at church, at school, um, from my friends that I would see, uh, anywhere that I could get it. Um, you know, and as I was saying, I did develop a people-pleasing personality because I was mistreated growing up. And, you know, I came to a conclusion that if I was going to survive this life, I needed to please everyone around me. You know, then, then this, it's like from there, then this developed into a way of life. And another way this can come about is believing if you are nice and do things for everyone, there will be acceptance. And that was always like one of my go-tos. If I was nice to everyone in school and I just, I would go out of my way to do things or celebrate them or love on them or do them favors or whatever it was, I would gain acceptance. And I, a lot of times when I talk about uh, my times in high school and in middle school, I always tell people that I was friends with everyone. I was like Switzerland. I was very neutral in everything that I did because I didn't want to be on anyone's bad side, but I also did not have the emotional strength or the mindset to um, be close with too many people. You know, I had my two best friends and then there were other people that I was friendly with um, a little bit more just because they were involved in the same like after school programs or in band or like whatever, but I didn't have the emotional strength to go deep with too many people and even the two best friends that I had still didn't even understand what I was going through. I remember my best friend from high school didn't even know that I was going through so much pain at home until just a few years ago when I went home to see her get married and she was so shocked and it's because I kept it hidden so well um, because I was just, you know, turned into that people pleaser and generally people pleasers seem like super happy people. It's a great mask that they wear. So um, so let's quickly identify some signs of someone that is a people pleaser. In case you aren't sure if you are one or not, sometimes it can be really hard to figure out if you identify with a certain struggle you think you do or you're not sure, but I'm definitely here to um, assist you in understanding maybe if you fit there. And plus, I want you to know I'm not a professional, so um, if you do want actual assurance, um, you can go speak with someone like a therapist or a psychologist, a counselor that could help you more, but these are just based upon my research and my personal experience, um, things that could give you a hint that you are struggling with people-pleasing. 
So the first one is you need others to like you. You have a low opinion of yourself. You always adapt your opinion to fit someone else's, which means that you would, you don't have your own opinion, essentially. You're just going to piggyback on someone else's opinion um, and align with them, and you choose who you align with based upon how much acceptance and love and care that you will think you will get, which can be hard in certain situations if both people are willing to give you those things that you need in exchange for being on their side. You have to make a hard choice on who is going to do that best, but you're still burning bridges. Um, I've definitely been there before. It's, it's a really hard choice to make. Um, another one is you aren't able to say no and establish boundaries, um, which is really tough. And I, I love talking about boundaries, and I think I'm going to talk about those again soon. I do have a whole week if you want to go back into the podcast archives where I did talk about boundaries for a whole week, but I might resurrect that and talk about it again. And um, I think that would be really helpful for a lot of people. But generally, if you are a people pleaser, you don't want to say no because you don't want people to be upset with you. You don't want them to push you away or not love you or think that you're the best because because you need that love and that acceptance. So, And these are just a few examples. There are many other examples out there. If those don't really identify with you, but you still strongly feel like you are struggling with people pleasing, I encourage you to go online and just search it up. Like there is no problem popping that into Google. But again, I would say that if you are truly feeling like you're aligned with this and you need more information, please seek the help of a professional because they will be able to give you a proper diagnosis if that is what you're seeking. So people pleasing is easily confused with thinking you're being kind, and if you don't continue to give everything you have, you'll be seen as selfish or not a good person. But honestly, this is just a false belief you have taken on because it's a type of protection for you. You know, you believe this thought because it'll keep you continuing in this personality of wanting to please everyone. And it's, but a lot of times it can be based on an actual experience that you had like for me I wanted to just please everyone so that I could not have so much harm and abuse and anger and every all these things um, lashed out at me that was my experience and I think there definitely were times where I wanted to speak up for myself and I got a negative reaction and which is definitely not fun so I would revert back to pleasing people pleasing because that was the safest thing to do um, and it was a protection for me because I felt like if I put this wall up of being kind to everyone, then I wouldn't have to deal with any negative consequences, which isn't true because, you know, I still dealt with pretty negative stuff, which was even more confusing for my mindset and my beliefs that I'd already set for myself. But I do want you to know, though, if you think that you're just being kind and giving and just so generous, um, but you're not taking care of yourself and you don't really have your own opinions and you are not... You, you never say no and you always feel exhausted but you feel like to continue to give and give and give you really need to consider the fact that you're not just being kind because you can be kind but you can respect your own time you can respect your own space and you're you have your own opinions and beliefs um, there is a really really big difference there so I do want to share with you some suggestions I have five suggestions on how you can overcome people-pleasing if that is something you believe you are struggling with, which I get it. It's something that I was struggling with for so many years, and I believe within the last 
two years is something I've definitely been, you know, have overcome. I feel like now and then I will slip into it a little bit, um, especially with some new people and or if I feel like other people in my, my life will introduce me to new uh, other people and assume that I have to give them the same treatment as I do my friend that I actually know. Um, but, you know, a lot of times I will able, I'm able to shift my mindset and understand that I still need boundaries. <laughs> Whether or not someone else is telling me that I shouldn't, I should just treat them the same. That is not their decision to make. It's your decision to make. So anyway, I do have five um, suggestions for you. But before we get to that, I have, if you haven't noticed, I have changed the format of the show just a little bit, hopefully to make it a little bit more fluid and just get to the episode a lot quicker, so I'm not wasting your time, but I do want to take a quick moment to acknowledge that if you are having a hard day, if you are struggling, if you feel like the weight of so many things is holding you down, I want to encourage you to do the five-minute reset. So the five-minute reset is a time where you take at least five minutes to be by yourself, and it allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there, and you can just kind of draw a line in the sand and decide that you are not going to let anything that is bringing you down or or contributing to you not having a great day um, into the rest of your day. So even if this is like at 10 o'clock in the morning and you're already stressed, you're like, okay, I'm going to draw a line in the sand. And if you feel like things are continuing to follow you, you can do it again. Or if you find that it's just nine o'clock at night and you're like, okay, I am over this. I just need to draw a line in the sand right now and decide that I'm going to enjoy this last hour of my night before I go to bed. And you're welcome to do that. So the five minute reset is a beautiful thing. And with that, you can take a break from any issues and burdens that you have. You can come up with any resolutions for any problems or issues that you're currently dealing with alone or with someone else. Um, with that, I always suggest everyone do a, come up with a list of at least four things that you're grateful for, big, small, medium size. You can be grateful for anything. You can be grateful for the shoes on your back, you know, the, the shoes on your back. Did I really just say that? The shoes on your feet, the clothes on your back, the time you had with family, the yummy dinner that you had, the time with your furry friends. You can be grateful for literally anything and everything. And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully you know, thinking about the things you're grateful for and just reflecting on the blessings that are happening in your life, you'll be able to shift your mindset and realize that by focusing more on the positives, not all the time, but more, it'll help you get through those negative times. So I encourage you to try the five minute reset. So to get back to this episode, I am going to give you some ways to overcome people pleasing and leave that personality behind. So number one of five is to know you aren't responsible for others' feelings and emotions. This one is so difficult because a lot of times we will cast responsibility on others for them, like, like you know, and I say contributing because people's behaviors and their things that they do to you will contribute can contribute to your life, but it doesn't mean it's their fault. So a lot of times we will blame other people for us having a bad day, being in a bad mood for this, that, and the other, when, when honestly, you know, they are not responsible. And you also need to look at that on the flip side. You know, you aren't responsible for other people's feelings and emotions. So if someone does come at you and you're like, oh my gosh, you are just making me have the worst day ever. Like, 
That's not true. They are putting that responsibility on you because they are unable to process their own feelings and emotions. They are projecting onto you because they don't understand what's happening or how to deal with what they are going through, the thing, the feelings and emotions that are going on in their mind. And even though it feels very attacking that they would say that to you, you have to understand that it's not you. Also, there is no need to go out of your way to say that like, you're the only person that can make them happy. You're the only person that can change their attitude. And maybe those feel true to you because when you do a certain thing, it does change their attitude. So it's like what you're like, Sabrina, one plus one equals two. But I'm telling you that you're not responsible. They are allowing you to have that responsibility because they are not willing to take it. They don't want it. And that is their problem to solve. It is not your problem to solve. I need you to know that. So you're not responsible for other people's feelings. So do not feel like you need to make someone happy or you need to be perfect so that they don't have a quote unquote day because of you or that they have to have you do everything so that things won't, nothing will slip up or be like the worst experience. Just know you are not responsible for their feelings and emotions despite what they might try to blame on you. Number two is to accept that not everyone needs to like you for you to like yourself. Does that make sense? You, you don't need other people to like you for you to like you. You can like you with everyone you know hating you, not liking you, casting you out, which sounds really rough and it sounds like it sucks. It does. And, but it's important for you to know that. You know, you do not have to rely on someone else's opinion of you or, you know, um, how they view you or what they tell other people about you for you to make the decision to like yourself and to take care of yourself and love yourself and, and understand that you are still a super important person. And I have to remind you of that because a lot of times when we are people pleasing, we will find ourselves becoming a shell of ourselves because we are doing everything in our power to take care of other people and serve other people and not replenish ourselves and not take care of ourselves because we don't find the time to do that because we feel like we're always serving someone else when there actually needs to be a balance. There's not a problem to serve people. I love serving people. I do. I truly do. It's part of the reason why I like to do this podcast because I love to serve you guys with the knowledge that I have and, you know, the problem solving skills that I have to help you get through your daily struggles. Um, but it doesn't mean that, you know, this is my, my all and everything in life. And this is what I'm doing 24 seven. And I'm not, you know, taking the time to rest myself to, you know, um, make sure I have the power and the strength and the mindset to get through the rest of my day and to take care of my family and my child and, you know, work my regular job and all those things, you know, I have to have separation, you know, I have to have boundaries. We all, we all do. Um, number three is to take care of yourself first if you want to keep taking care of others, which is something I already previously alluded to. And it's the age-old quote of you cannot pour from an empty glass. And I really like it. As cheesy as it may sound, it's absolutely true. If your glass is empty, you there's nothing to pour. There's nothing to pour. Like you're 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 fresh out. You're fresh out, honey. You got nothing. And by continuing to try to scrape the bottom to give everyone else uh, a piece of you without actually refilling yourself and, you know, becoming stronger and more fulfilled and happy, you will burn out, you know. 
they'll scrape the bottom, there'll be nothing there. And not only will it really affect you, um, which is, you know, what it's going to do, but also, you know, there could be repercussions for, you know, you're, you're all up in this people pleasing and then you won't be able to give back to the people that you feel so desperately that you need to give back, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying that that's like, oh, a lack for them. Like, oh, woe is them. You know, you're not going to be there to do everything for them, but it will be something that you probably will see repercussions from because it'll be a behavior that's kind of like out of line with what you're currently doing. And that could cause you more stress. Um, that's really what I was getting to. But more importantly, you know, you'll burn out, you won't be able to take care of yourself, let alone take care of anything, anyone else. And it'll take you a lot longer to recover from that experience, however it is for you. Um, when in reality, you just need to take care of yourself first. Um, honestly, you know, I'm here to discourage you from continuing to participate and practice your people pleasing behaviors, of course. Um, and I do want you to do that, and I want you to understand by not taking care of yourself, not only will you not be able to gauge in those things, which you shouldn't anyway, but you won't be able to really do anything. <laughs> you won't be able to really do anything or accomplish anything, and um, and that's that's not what you want. You know, you don't want this thing to break you down to the absolute core, and then you have to do so much immense work to get yourself back to where you were, which is usually still a shell of yourself. So you're going to have like double the work to do. You know what I mean? Okay. So number four, set boundaries. <laughs> yes. Set boundaries. Again, if you want more about boundaries, I will probably come up with that soon-ish, probably in the next couple of months. Um, but if you want it now, you can go back into the archives and listen to a whole week talking about boundaries. But what I do want to tell you is that I have um, three questions for you to ask yourself that will help you to understand your boundaries and, you know, really make a, an accurate decision on whether what you want to do or what you're being asked to do by someone else to please them really fits what you what's deep in your mind and your heart that you actually want to do. So the first question is, if someone was going to ask you to do something or if you felt like you have to do something for someone else, the first question you need to ask yourself is, do I want to do this really? Like really ask yourself that question. Like, outside of like let's say you're getting love and appreciation from everyone else around you right imagine your life like that you're probably like oh my gosh it's so good yeah yeah I know um but yeah ask yourself do I want to do this really do you really want to do it like really it's okay to say no it's okay to say no it's really okay to say no it's acceptable to say no it's normal to say no it's good to say no. It's really good. The second question is, will I have to sacrifice something important to me for this? Like, will you? Will you have to sacrifice your time, your energy, money, <laughs> um, beliefs, values, mindset? You know, will you have to sacrifice something that's yours for them? It's so important. I feel like it's like the most important because... You should not be sacrificing everything or even a majority of the things you have um, or even a little bit of the things you have. You shouldn't be sacrificing things that are super important to you for someone else because those are supposed to be super important for you, especially values and beliefs, especially those. And the last question you can ask yourself is, how will I feel participating? So how will you feel actually doing this thing? Or how will you feel if you say no or say yes, rather? How will you feel? 
Like, how will you actually feel? And you have to look past the mask of like, oh, I'll feel fine. No, no, no. Go deeper. Go below the surface. Really ask yourself, how will you feel? And if you ask yourself those three questions, and if you are actually honest with yourself, which is the key, you have to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself, it's a waste of your time to even do this practice. Um, then you will find your answer, and you'll be able to establish boundaries. So if your answer is like, you know, you're not going to feel good, and you will sacrifice something important to you, and you, how will you feel? Not good. Then don't do it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard the first couple times to say no. It really will, but it'll be in your best interest. Um, and the last one is to wait to be asked and still evaluate the request before agreeing. So if you're anything like me, engaging in your people-pleasing personality, you are going out of your way to read people's minds to figure out what they would want and need and expect. And then you are doing more than you can or more than, more than everyone else would, as much as you can rather, to make these people happy so they will continue to give you love and acceptance but instead of doing that wait just wait wait for someone to ask you to do something and this might be so super uncomfortable because it's in your nature to just go out of your way and do these things and go you know above and beyond and a lot of times these things that you do actually turn into an expectation for the person because you have created this thing for them to continually expect. It's like you've created a habit of you doing something for them. So once you stop, it'll be awkward. <laughs> it will. And they, it might cause some friction. But wait for them to ask you to do it. And, and this is not when they are like, oh, hey, why didn't you do this? Or why aren't you? No. Wait for them to be like, hey, can you do this? And then you have to evaluate if you actually want to do it. You have to. You have to ask yourself those honest questions. Do I actually want to do this? Will this actually make me happy? Is this something I actually have to do? You know, you have to. You have to ask yourself those questions. You have to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself, you will not get out of this. You will not overcome this. You will be stuck in this. So, and if you are having trouble asking yourself honest questions, then you need to seek professional help because they will be able to push you more out of your comfort zone and uh, help you understand the damage that you are doing to yourself by continuing to participate in this negative behavior. Okay, so that's all for this episode, you guys. Um, next episode, we'll be talking about negative self-talk, which is definitely something a lot of us need to work on overcoming and I can't wait to talk to you about it.